0: Welcome to La Mezcla Latina, where we discuss all things music, culture, career, and lifestyle regarding the Latinx community. I'm your host, Dominica, and I can't wait to chat in this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn more about La Mezcla Más Welcome back to another episode of La Mezcla Latina. Today I'm joined with Miss Karina.
1: Hi everyone. <laughs>
0: yeah, do you want to give us a little background about yourself? Actually, maybe first I should say how we kind of know each other. Um. So we are part of the same Facebook group for a YouTuber we watch. And I kind of just reached out and asked anyone who is part of the community or identifies as part of the community if they wanted to be on the show. And she replied, so I'm so happy to have you on.
1: Yes. I am very excited. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm uh, from Houston, Texas. Um, I moved to Arlington, Texas, which is about four hours away um, to attend college. So I go to the University of Texas at Arlington. I've been here for the past three years, so I moved here in 2017. Um, and so I'm on my senior year of college. I graduate um, next spring, hopefully, and I'm majoring in advertising and public relations with a minor in communication. Um, so it's been, you know, really fun. <laughs> I, college is almost over, so I'm very excited. Like there's mixed feelings because I'm, um, you know, a little sad, like my college not years are over this part of like my life is almost over yeah but um I don't know like I'm also like just ready to see like what happens what's yet to come um so I am Mexican-American I was born in Houston but my parents are from Mexico they were born in Mexico um they immigrated here back um like 22 years ago. So wow. my mom was pregnant with my sister and she actually moved while she was pregnant um, into yeah the U S so it was very, very tough. Like, you know, when she, she tells me like her story, I'm like it always just amazes me how like she came here. She was literally one week before giving birth. Like oh as gosh. soon as she moved here, like a few days later, she gave birth to my sister. So it was um it was very scary for her. <clears throat> so yeah, um I don't know. Like I had a pretty pretty good up uh, like childhood. Um and yeah, like it's a little bit about myself.
0: <laughs> wow, that's so exciting. I, because I, in college, I, I graduated last year, and I so I totally feel you on the whole like missing mm-hmm. out, like not sure you're excited, but not sure if you're gonna miss being in school. But in school, I studied yeah. U.S. You know, Latina, Latino studies, and we learned a lot about like Mexican Americans and that whole history in Texas. Do you think you're, mm-hmm. you were more rooted in your culture because you grew up in Texas? Because I know there, there's a bigger community there of Latinos.
1: Yeah, I definitely think um, growing up in Texas, especially where I was from, like my specific community, um, because you know Houston is huge. Right. But I live um, in a pretty rough area, and the predominant race was either like Hispanics, I'm sorry, Hispanics, or it was, um, the black community. So like I was integrated into like that kind of culture. Um, so I definitely think it helped out because I was really close to like my culture and to Mexico and everything, um, because I was only surrounded by Hispanic people. Um, and so like all of my family also was Like we all lived in the same community. So like I was really close growing up to my family. Um, So, yeah, I definitely think it played a big part of like how I was raised and like being really close to like my culture and all that.
0: Yeah. And I know you mentioned that when you went to college, it was four hours away. So I'm not Mm -hmm. very familiar with Texas and like the dynamic. But Mm -hmm. did you experience culture shock because the community wasn't as like Latino based or how was that for you?
1: Yes. Um, so where I live right now in Arlington, um, it's really diverse. It's in the DFW Metroplex, um, which they call the DFW Metroplex because it um, is right in between Fort Worth and Dallas, which okay. is another really major like um, city in Texas. Um, so Arlington's right in the middle. Um, and it was a big culture shock for me um, in many ways. I came to college and I mean, I have lots of stories of things that I just did not know was a thing until I moved here. Um, there is a lot of Hispanic people here, but there's also more like, um, like different races than I've ever been used to. Um, The university I attend is the fifth most diverse undergrad in the US. So there's a lot of people outside of the country. There's, um, you know, people from India, and there's people from Europe and all these other countries. So when I moved here, it was a big shock because i've only been used to seeing you know those main races um back home and so yeah it was definitely definitely an adjustment um in many ways but um i'm so glad i picked this university because I like completely changed my perspective on a lot of things now.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it helped. And I know um, you briefly told me that you were in a sorority or you are in a sorority, right? Yes. Do you think that helped a lot in kind of rooting yourself back into the culture or being surrounded by people that are Mm -hmm. Latinos?
1: Yeah. So um, I'm a part of uh, the Sigma Lambda Gamma National Sorority Incorporated. So we are a multi uh, multicultural oh, sorority. Okay. So we do have other races outside of people being Latinos. Um, but yes, I definitely feel like my sorority also helped me um, kind of like connect with my roots. And also, again, we do have people who are not uh, Latino. So it also really helps because we do a lot of things like a big part of us is cultural awareness. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we learn not only about like our cultures and we only, we don't only just share about our cultures, but we also learn about like our other sisters and stuff. Um, so yeah, like I definitely think that here, um, that was a a connection for me because, um, my first three years of college was kind of like hard. Um, I didn't join my sorority up until this year, Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was a little challenging uh, before that. But now that I am surrounded by, you know, like people that can relate to how I was raised, yeah. it does like help a lot. And
0: mm-hmm. speaking of your upbringing, how how did you grow up? Because I just think of Texas and I think so much culture. And from what I learn and what I see in movies, I'm like, oh, my God, it must be so nice because where I grew up. The only really like culture that I had is from my family because I went to a school that was predominantly like white people and I didn't embrace it until I started going to college, maybe end of high school. So how was that growing up?
1: Yeah, growing up, I mean, it was um, lots of fun, like everyone, um, you know, like my like I said, the predominant races in my community was like Hispanic slash Latino or um, the black community. So um, I definitely had like a lot of friends who um, like could relate exactly to like the traditions that I would do, or I would attend the same things that that we attended because I am Catholic. So, you know, a lot of my friends, we went to the same church and then we would do like bolsadas around like December and we would all like attend those together. Oh, um, so fun. so you know, like, we had a lot of, like, um, events, like, around the, like, community or, like, whenever one of my friends was turning 15 and they were having a kinsengen, I, like, um, we would all re- be really excited to attend that. So, I mean, any, like, kind of traditional Mexican thing that you hear of, it happens all the time. And so, like, I was always accustomed to attending those kinds of things. Um, and, but also, like, I was surrounded by the Black community, so I did... Like I've had a lot of black friends as well. Mm -hmm. And so I would attend any of their traditions and all that stuff. That's awesome. It was a good mix of those, like both of the races. Yeah, like
0: being exposed to both. Mm -hmm. Did your parents like push you to learn it? Or did you feel like that you were doing that yourself? Like you wanted to immerse yourself in it or your parents were like, oh, my God.
1: But, well, yeah, because I think my, definitely my parents played a big role growing up. It wasn't up until the point of, like, high school where I started embracing, like, my culture, especially when I moved to college, um, and I wasn't surrounded by that community as much, okay. and when, especially when I got here. I wanted to connect more. I wanted to find people who understood um, or liked, enjoyed the same food. That was one thing. It was very difficult finding people who enjoyed the food I liked because a lot of my friends did not know any of the stuff I ate. So (laughs) it was hard to find like good taco places and all that stuff. But um, yeah, my parents- It's so
0: crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, I was- Like, it was never um, an issue when I was back at home, Um, like, finding people to go out to eat with me. And I moved here, and I was like, wait, this is a problem. Like, um, no one, I would ask people, like, my friends who were from Arlington or the surrounding area, um, if they recommended any place for, like, a specific type of food, and no one knew what I was talking about. So that was kind of hard in the beginning. Yeah. I like found my place around here that now I'm like okay like I know where to go and stuff uh, but yeah my parents played a big role Um, especially because I think they were immigrants so they wanted me and my sister to not um, like they wanted us to fit here in America they didn't want us to be like singled out but they also didn't want us to lose that like culture and stuff from them they wanted us to like continue to like do their traditions they wanted us to learn Spanish and all that stuff so yeah I think my my parents especially in the beginning they played a big role in that
0: do you do you speak Spanish like on the
1: regular or Yeah, I do speak Spanish every single day, Um, not only through work with, like, customer. I I get a customer um, who doesn't speak Spanish because I work at Starbucks. So, you know, I get a bunch of people there. So sometimes there will be a customer who doesn't speak any English. And so they'll ask, like, hey, does anyone speak Spanish? And, you know, I will go step up and, like, go and talk to them. Um, My grandma, uh, when I do speak on the phone with her, she does not speak any English. So I have to speak Spanish with her. Um, my mom and my dad, they do speak a little bit of English. Um, they have an accent, of course, but I do speak both like Spanish and English with them. Just to, just depends on the conversation. But yeah, I would say I do speak it on a regular basis. Um, when I attended college, it was a part of my requirement to take a language class. So I picked Spanish um, just to kind of like learn Um, Like to kind of strengthen my skills with writing. Yeah, Um, Yeah. that was one thing I really didn't like practice much besides because I knew how to talk and read, but I didn't really know how to write it. So in college, I did take a bunch of like Spanish courses.
0: That's good that you took the initiative. I like that yep. because I, I, I took that initiative in high school to, um, you know, you have to do a language. So I chose Spanish mm-hmm. one because it was easy since I knew it, but also because yeah. it's like <laughs> so nice to learn and kind of strengthen those skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of going off of what you said in terms of like your parents wanted you to be rooted in the culture. Do you think mm-hmm. that you want to learn more and kind of do that when you have kids or if you want plan to have kids? Like, do you want to pass it down?
1: Yes. Um, I definitely want to pass it down. I'm really passionate about being Mexican and I wouldn't want my children to lose that or like I wouldn't want it to be lost with my children, um, especially like it's, it was something really important growing up. Like it's some of my favorite memories doing stuff with my family, doing stuff with my friends. So I definitely want to do those things with my kids. And also like, um, like the boyfriend I'm with right now, he, um, he's also Mexican and he's really passionate about being Mexican as well. And we've had conversations about this. He is, you know, he wants them to know Spanish. He wants, uh, just everything that I want. So it's definitely an important thing in my life. And I'm going to make sure that they know.
0: So do you think dating, I mean, I don't know if you want to get personal this, but share whatever you want. Um, do you think it's important to date someone that has that same culture? Because I think the older that we get, the more that you're like, oh my God, yeah, it's important that they can speak to my parents in Spanish.
1: Mm hmm. So um, I when I moved here, I actually dated someone who was not like my race. I dated a person who was Indian. So um, I feel like I understand, like exactly what you're asking, because when, um, you know, back in like high school, you date or, you know, if you didn't date, it's Whatever, but um, I yeah, when I dated, like you know, it's you don't think about these kinds of things, and now that I'm a little bit older, and I'm like, you know, if you think about it, it's just a few years away from like. Being settled down, or like in that phase. Yeah, when well, you're thinking about it, to settle down. So, um, yeah, when I dated my ex-boyfriend, it was very, very difficult. Um, a lot of things I never imagined would be difficult. Um, like the late especially the language. I um, when there, his when I was around his family and they would speak, you know, their language. I had no idea what was being said. Um, so I never really felt connected to his family. Um, yeah. You know, whenever they would talk about traditions or, Hey, we're doing this or, you know, we're going to eat this or something. I had no idea. And it was real, you know, they tried their best to like involve me in that, but it was very hard. And now that I'm dating, um, a guy who is Mexican, exactly like me, um, I can say it's a lot easier. He can speak to my family. Um, he understands exactly where I like what I'm doing. I understand what his family's doing. So I think it's a lot easier. Um, I wouldn't, for me personally, it does it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like I'm going to, Pass down what I want to pass down to my kids, and if my husband's Mexican or if he's a different race, um, and you know, I want yeah. my kids to understand both. Um, but it, it does make it a little bit easier when you know your significant other can understand like what you want to teach your kids. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's like a a mix for me because I've been through both. Like I've dated two completely two different. different races. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Do you think growing up your parents were strict with you?
1: Because there's also, I don't, are you the firstborn? No, right? My sister's actually older than me. She's a year and about like seven or eight months. So I'm not the firstborn, but yes, my parents were very strict. Um, your traditional Hispanic parents. I would say like once me and my sister both got older, they, and like they saw, like, you know, like, they kind of adapted to, like, the American life. Yeah. I feel like they allowed us to, like, they weren't completely sure where we weren't allowed to go out or anything. Like, my parents kind of understood towards the end of, like, before me and my sister moved out, um, they understood a little bit more. They let us do more stuff, but growing up, yes, they were very strict. Um, you know, like with things like cell phones or like hanging out with friends, like I've never slept over at a friend's house. I didn't like know that was a normal, well, I thought that was pretty normal for your parents to not allow you to sleep over at people's house. Yeah, the total opposite. I know. And like I moved to like Arlington, and then my friends were like, "Yeah, like growing up, I slept over at so and so's place, and like I have all these memories." I'm like, oh, "Like that was a thing," because my parents never <laughs> let me do that. So um, yeah, they were yeah they were pretty strict up until I was like. Like, 18 or
0: so. Yeah. Then they were like, okay, now you're, like, an adult. You can do yeah. it yourself. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny because in my dynamic, like, in my family, my sister experienced that. Like, the whole, you can't do this, you can't do that. Because she's mm-hmm. the oldest. But then I was, I'm i the youngest, so I feel like by the time it came to me, they were like, okay, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. How was it, though, growing up with your siblings? Because I think... I mean, my siblings are older, so I think they really helped root me more in the culture and like talk about things from Ecuador or speak Spanish more. But how was it for you?
1: Yeah, my uh, growing up with my sister, since we were so close in age, um, I basically grew up with her like she was my best friend. And even to this day, like I'm really, really close to my sister. So I would say like she definitely helped me um, root like, closer to my culture as well. Yeah, she definitely showed me a lot. Like, she talked to me more about a lot of things than my parents did. So, um, yeah, like, my sister was a big part of, like, my upbringing, for sure.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I think family overall is really important Mm -hmm. and I know you mentioned um that you used to live in like in Houston you were close to all your family was it nice having them close by and doing like the whole parties and things like that
1: yeah um I am really happy that they lived in Houston especially in the same community we lived like five minutes away from each other and we did stuff all the time like every Sunday we would meet up at someone's house and we would just cook and watch soccer um, and do a lot of other things every birthday we got together and we celebrated that person's birthday all of our Christmases you know all of our family was there and anyone who didn't live in Houston they would like fly in or something and it was just like big family parties so um, I'm really happy I grew up or like have the chance to live around my family. Cause I know a lot of people, their families are all scattered yeah. and it's hard to like kind of connect with them. And I know for me, family is a huge part of my life. Um, I love like my family so much. And so I am really happy that they are able to like be here and like, you know, take part in like the way I was raised as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, the more that I talk to more people, I'm like, wow. I think it, I mean, I don't want to assume and say it's just like a Latino thing, but family is so important to yeah. everyone, right? Yes. Um, and I know you, I mean, I keep saying this, but I think it's just so cool that you're from Texas. Yeah. So I want to talk more. Like, mm-hmm. is it common for everyone there to speak Spanish? I mean, I'm just thinking back when I went to Florida and I not that I experienced like culture shock per se, but I just remember being in the mall and asking like, oh, hi, like, do you know where Forever 21 is? And then they replied in Spanish. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Because, you know, in the malls here, like everyone speaks English, like no one's going to talk to you in yeah. Spanish. So how is the language over there?
1: Yeah, so um, I can speak mainly about like my community. Um like everyone speaks pretty much Spanish, right? So any store you went to and, you know, you look Hispanic, they're going to reply to you and they're going to speak to you in Spanish. So we're just surrounded by Spanish speaking people all over. And so I think like, um, cause I also kind of experienced a little bit of culture shock when I moved here, because, you know, I was always used to someone, if someone looks Latino down there, they speak Spanish and I moved here and it's like, you would try to speak Spanish to the person and they're like, Oh, I, I don't speak Spanish. So it's like, wow. Yeah. I would be like, Oh, okay. Well like, you know, I've always been used to everyone down there. Like everyone speaks Spanish. Um, it was, really rare to find someone who was Latino that just didn't know Spanish. I think I've met like one person back from high school who didn't speak any Spanish. Um, yeah, but like, other than that, like everyone did. So, um, yeah, it was, it's really weird to imagine people that don't like that, you know, look Hispanic, but don't speak Spanish. Um, cause I think like with, um, Hispanic parents—that's one thing they really push for their children to do, like learn, is Spanish. Because you yeah. want to be able to communicate with your family. Um, at least, like for mine, my my parents made that really important. Like, if you can't speak to your uncle, then like, what's the point of anything? You know, you can't. Yeah. Why are you hanging out with them? Exactly. So that's yeah but i
0: think it's awesome that you grew up that way because now you have all this culture that you can move and pass down yeah um so i want to know like do you think there's main differences between san antonio dallas um houston like austin all of those
1: Yes. So I would say there's a a big differences in each city. Um, so San Antonio has a really high, um, Hispanic, like race population there. And a lot of people refer to San Antonio as like a mini Mexico because it's really close to the border. And, um, a lot of people when they move from Mexico to the U S they first hit San Antonio. So it's just filled with like a lot of Hispanic people. Um, I would say Dallas is definitely more diverse than like Houston for sure. Um, I've seen like a lot of different races here compared to when I lived in Houston. Um, So there's like a lot of Indian people, there's black people, there's white people. Um, And, you know, Houston has, I feel like a good mix of, Hispanic and Black people. Um, but, you know, there's also, you can see a lot of other right. cultures and other people that live there as well.
0: Oh my God, that's so cool. And so you said, um, like, previously you were telling me that you, when you were going to Mexico, like, to visit your boyfriend's mm-hmm. town, like, you passed by and there was only five oh, minutes. Oh yeah,
1: so uh, my boyfriend, he's from Laredo, which is a five-minute drive, literally from Mexico. Like, he lives, you can see the, the bridge that connects the U.S., Mexico from his like house which is really cool um even like when I go to Laredo all the time it is a big big culture shock to me um because I like, it's kind of crazy to say this, but I don't feel like Hispanic or Mexican enough when I'm down there. uh, Um, because there is literally people like, I would say what you call like a 100% Mexican person. Um, cause you know, they're literally crossing from Mexico every single day. Um, Mm -hmm. like for example, my boyfriend, when he lived there, him and his mom would grocery shop in Mexico, um, during the day and then, you know, cross the border, come home and like, live their life in like Laredo. So it's like, it's That's literally so cool. <laughs> how to describe it. It's, it's like a Mexico there. Um, and I don't ever feel like I really fit in there sometimes. Um, and so yeah, when I go to visit his family, we passed by San Antonio, we passed by Austin. Um, and then we hit like Waco, which is a, a smallish city, um, here in like Texas and Waco is like literally country white People predominantly live there, so while the travel there, which is six hours from Arlington, is um, just like every single point that I hit is like a different. Whole different experience.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy to think about. Because I I have cousins who live in El Paso, like, right so close to the border. And they say, like, you literally can see Mexico from like their backyard.
1: El Paso is, like, um, East Texas. And that's, like, all these um, what they call, like, border cities, um, they're basically, like, a little Mexico, pretty much. Because they're so close to the border. So the culture there is... I mean, I feel like what you would find in Mexico, um, Mm -hmm. especially because it's so close to it. So like um, cities like El Paso, um, Laredo, or there's um, Brownsville too. Um, They're all like right there by Mexico. So it's, different (laughs) that's
0: crazy and it's also crazy that the more that you like go through each city like dallas or whatever there's differences because i know you were saying one is like very heavily populated with latinos and the other one has like a lot of more of an indian presence and Mm. stuff
1: yeah texas is um extremely diverse do you think you would settle down in texas um when i settled down in texas i i don't know i'm not sure yet um because I've always well, I've always had the dream to live in Seattle, so I do want to like move up there one day, even if it's for a year, you know, just to kind of fulfill that. But I think at the end of the day, I will probably stay in Texas. Um, now, city-wise, I'm not sure. Right now, um, my family wants me to move back to Houston after college. Um, I really like Dallas, so I kind of want to stay here. Um, and then my boyfriend wants to move to San Antonio. So there's just like, there's literally every single person in my life telling me to go somewhere. So I don't know. Um,
0: Oh my God, that's so funny. And I know you and I were talking about like the lifestyle YouTubers that we watch, but it's interesting to see people that live in different parts of Texas. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know who Michelle Reed is, but you know how she just moved to she just moved to Dallas. And then there's it's just so interesting to see the different dynamics per per city.
1: It's each and every city is so different. Like I would say definitely like Austin, they call it the weird city. But um, there is like it's a whole different that's like a whole different city itself like people there are more like gen z millennials um it's more of like the trendy city that um austin has a lot of like cool places that you won't find anywhere else and austin itself like is more if you're trying to live like that whole like vegan and like environmental kind of lifestyle yeah that's that's Austin which is crazy because it's only Austin is like a 30 minute drive from San Antonio and they're two completely different cities
0: wow I didn't know that was the distance like only 30 minutes and you're in different and you're into a different world
1: they're completely different like you you have to definitely like I'm telling you when I drive to Laredo I hit both of those cities because it's You're just kind of like driving straight up so um going from san antonio like every there's literally every single corner there's like a mexican restaurant everyone speaks spanish like and then you start driving like north and you hit austin and (laughs) it's complete different like I was saying completely different and then you drive a little bit more and you hit like Waco and Temple area which that was what I was um describing as like the country hillside and um predominantly white so over there there's nothing it's just like fields of like grass and cows nothing and then you drive more and then you hit like Fort Worth and then like I uh live like 30 minutes from Fort Worth so
0: Wow, that's so cool. Oh, my God. Thanks for sharing that. I know, like, from an outsider perspective, it's so cool to hear the differences in those cities, because, you know, when you think Texas, you think it's all the same from, you know, when you're not
1: from there. So thanks for sharing that. I've heard people think, like, Texas is really country and stuff, and it. I don't know. I've lived always in a city, so I can say like I've never seen besides like the rodeo that happens in Houston. Like I've never really seen any like country or like cowboys and all that stuff. So.
0: Oh my god! Wait, that's a big thing though, right? Like the rodeo, because I have a coworker who was literally gonna go home for that, but it, but then the pandemic happened. But she was so excited because that's like the time where you do dress like the stereotypical Texas way, like with your boots and hat yeah. and
1: things. <laughs> yes the rodeo is a big like big big thing in Houston um I think all over like Texas in general but a lot of artists like big famous artists will come and like have a concert there um it's like a month-long uh thing so we have like they have a lot of smaller events like they have a chili or a salsa competition they'll have like um things with like cattle um they'll show cattle they'll um they'll also like have little kids like rope them and rope goats and stuff as a competition um, and they also have like a carnival with like carnival rides and the food is so good like things like corn dogs funnel cakes and all that stuff oh so yum yeah it's a big deal we all dress up in like cowboy boots um, like western wear is what we call it and yeah like it's a big big thing especially this year it didn't happen because the pandemic was going on um, so it's a thing that I know I've had memories growing up going there um, I've gone to concerts there every single year so it was sad that it didn't happen this year I'm looking forward to it hopefully if it if it does happen next year because it is a really big thing in Houston
0: yeah it's like one of maybe like your favorite event that happens yes, right It
1: definitely is one of my favorite
0: ones oh that sounds so awesome but yeah thanks for sharing that no problem this thing I do at the end of every interview is ask people their favorite latino artists and their favorite food particularly if it's from your country i think that's really awesome because there's so many differences in each country Mm -hmm. in terms of what we eat who we listen to and all these culture things so do you want to tell us a little bit about like your favorite artist who it is or what your favorite dish is yes
1: um so my favorite artist god that's hard but i think like, I grew up listening to a lot of banda music, and I still kind of do. Um, so I would definitely pick banda and mese if I have to narrow it down. Um, yeah, I, like, love them so much. They're one of my favorite artists. Like That's so awesome. all time. <laughs> um, really? <and> favorite- <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> favorite dish. Um, God, that's also a hard one because I... Like, who doesn't love food? Like,
0: <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm obsessed with, like, Mexican food, especially here where there's, like, so many, like, Tex-Mex restaurants. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. My favorite.
1: Yeah. My go-to. <laughs> I love, I would say tinga. I don't, I'm not sure if you, you probably don't know. Yeah, I do know what it okay, is. Okay, yeah, I love tinga. It's, um, so it's basically, like, shredded chicken with like a chipotle sauce that's made with like onions tomatoes and spices um and then they put like sliced onions in the dish and then normally the way we eat it is um like we get a tostada which is like a baked tortilla Mm -hmm. and it's really crunchy and then we put the like chicken the the chipotle chicken on top and um we put like sour cream or more salsa because you know we eat everything with salsa i love that yeah, but that's I just I love Chipotle so much. And that dish is like so freaking good. Like,
0: Oh, my no. God. I bet it's like, drenched in that sauce. Oh, yes. So yummy. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining and talking a little bit more about your culture. I really enjoyed like listening to everything because it's so different to hear someone's story from a different part of the country or a different part of the world. Yes. And I know we're all Latinos and stuff, but we're raised so differently and we live differently. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much for taking the time to share your story. Thank you. I enjoyed being on the show. (laughs) That's going to be it for today's episode. Again, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Pod. That's P-O-D. And again, don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode to learn more about La Mezcla Más Rica.